Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napson for another edition of Spotlight Star Wars. We are back. Couldn't talk to you last weekend. I was at San Diego Comic-Con. I've also been moving, which has been interesting. I'm finally up and running at a new location. 
in the greater Los Angeles area uh, and a new recording space. And I'm not fully moved in. The recording space is the first thing to go up. So I don't know. I'm, I'm self-conscious. This might sound a little echoey, different sounds going on, um, but uh, don't worry, working on it. It just was important to me to get the microphones up first. I don't even have a couch right now. I don't even, I'm looking around my living room right now, there's nothing but stacks of DVDs and CDs because I have old media and uh, a lot of boxes still moving in. Don't know where to put my Funko Pops, but my Star Wars books are on display. I get the important things. I have to sit on the floor, but my microphones are up and my Star Wars books are on the shelves. That's it. I'm good to go. Right? Right. A lot of stuff going on in the Star Wars world in terms of news, but I think we'll leave that for Force Center. But uh, I did want to I did want to talk about something that came out of discussion I was having on Collider Jedi Council the other day with Tiffany Smith, Christian Harloff, Mark Riley. That episode we were talking about a lot of the news and notes, and also we got into the comics. Now I get into the comics a lot here in Spotlight Star Wars because it's a good place for it. Uh, Joseph and Jennifer uh, don't read them as much yet. I know Joseph's trying, so we're going to try to incorporate that more into Force Center, but. Uh, I, I, I talk about the comics a lot here, and often it becomes slightly negative, which I don't like to be. We don't like to generally be that in the Force Center, um, uh, just podcast as a whole. But it is what it is. And I, I got to say, I, even more, I have a stack of Star Wars comics for the last month, and I haven't touched them. I'm officially behind, and it's almost like I f- officially don't care and that's not true, but it's getting to the point where it's not overwhelming. I just start, I'm starting to feel as though the comics are their own world. And we had a discussion towards the end of the show on Collider Jedi Council where we're talking about we, we'd like to be rewarded as fans. Oh, we fans. We're always asking for stuff. But yeah, it's true. We'd like to be rewarded for a lot of, if you're one of the fans, putting in the time to reading and watching all the things. Um, other than the Freemaker Adventures, I think I'm, I'm watching and reading all the Star Wars things. All the new things I can get my hands on with only a couple omissions here and there. And I'd like to start to see little things connect more and more. And I want to see what you guys feel about this. Um, the example I gave on the show that I'll give here is Evan Verlaine. The Alderanian pilot first appeared in the Leia comic. Uh, as a mention in Bloodline, kind of had gone off on a mission. She's back to help Leia um, after the events of Return of the Jedi. And we know Evan Verlaine is in canon now, the Y-Wing pilot at the end of New Hope that flies away from the Death Star. That is her. She wasn't in Rogue One. And there is a tall, blonde uh, rebel pilot. And I remember the pictures were coming out, and I thought, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to connect it. And it wasn't Evan Verlaine. And I'm okay with it. That doesn't change my opinion to the movie overall. But that is an example of how I feel they should really start connecting some of these things. And I wonder if all these operations are, are going on um, individually of each other, so to speak. We know we got the story group, and, and, and we talk about Pablo and Doug. We talk about Leland Chi. We talk about Kerry Hart. A lot of great people in the story group. But I don't necessarily think that is their their job to sit around and connect all the dots. Uh, you always hear when uh, someone will tweet a question uh, to, to Pablo, is that canon? And he'll answer, it's not canon yet. We just haven't had that story yet. So sometimes some of these characters pop up and they're very clearly, uh, it's decided, decided upon to put them in a property. So Evan Vlaine, Leia's friend from the comics, 
she's going to show up in Bloodline. And that made sense. And it felt good. And I was rewarded. If she had been in Rogue One, it would not have changed the movie for the general public. This isn't about that. Most of the general public, when Gold Leader and Red Leader came up, I was in a theater where a large 80% of the people did not get that reference uh, from my first viewing. And that was a press viewing. And people were like, oh, I don't know. It's the new characters. What is that? Um, 20% of us loved it. I think it's okay to target for the 20%. I think it's okay, and I would like to feel a little rewarded for the effort and time I'm putting into the comics. The comics are starting to feel so on their own and in their own world. The Poe comic, which has highs and some lows, but for the most part, is just a great series by Marvel, and I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, I talk often here in Spotlight Stars of that issue number 14 being one of my favorite of the new Marvel canon uh, anythings. Um, but, you know, you have this character, Terex, that shows up there. It's kind of the main villain for a while. Now some stuff's going on with him. He has a past as a stormtrooper. He was on, uh, he was on Jakku for the final battle there. And I don't think he's going to be an 8. He's probably not going to be a 9. Maybe they'll mention him at most. And that's where I start to pull out a little bit of reading the comics or feeling I need to read the comics. Again, I love what the comics do overall, but I don't feel, as I look at the stack sitting in my apartment, I haven't touched them. I haven't touched the mall. I haven't touched the rest of Screaming Citadel. I haven't touched Afra. I'm behind on them, and I'm willingly behind. I'm like putting them aside. I'll read them later because I no longer feel they need, they really connect up to anything. I no longer feel I have to read them. I feel I have to read the books. I am um, about 150 pages into Battlefront 2 Inferno Squadron. Loving the book, by the way. I do recommend it. Joseph and I, I'm sure, are going to do a uh, bigger uh, review on it here on Force Center. Love it. But there's, there's moments in that. There's moments where they mention things on Jeddah. Uh, the moment uh, one of the characters was stationed on Scarif long before the Battle of Scarif, and he lost friends on the Battle of Scarif, and uh, I love those connections. And the Star Wars galaxy is getting bigger. It's quote-unquote, nudge-nudge-wink-wink, expanding. But I, I would like to see more of that. In the main line, I know there's some words, uh, information came out this week, then the mainline Marvel comic, uh, Luke and Leia and Han, I believe, the main all-stars, the big superstars, are going to be going to Jeddah, and then that might connect up in some way to Rogue One. Now, uh, the Marvel line is not too far after, if you really follow along, not too far after the events of Rogue One, so it would make sense that they're going there, and I like that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff isn't cheesy, it is enforced it is a nostalgia based no atsds atsds here it is it is what i think is supposed to happen it's what should happen when i look at uh, you know all this stuff kind of being connected i i feel i feel rewarded when i look to when, when leia in the leia comic goes to naboo and sees a statue of amidala and has some kind of weird force like connection to it that was not weird nostalgia for me that was part of the Star Wars story. That's what I want to see. So it's 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 something that was really on my mind this week, and I wanted to put it out to you guys here. I'm just catching up with you guys here on Spotlight Star Wars, just trying to have some fun, but this is on my mind. How much do we need new canon to connect up to things? I don't necessarily need 
um, like an MCU version. I, I don't think we're getting that with Star Wars. It doesn't necessarily need to be that. They're all in the same line. The saga films are obviously going to connect. Um, I don't need Jin Erso to drop a hint of Snoke. I, I don't need it to be that connected. But if you're giving me these wonderful new characters, and there's a lot of them in the comics, a lot of them in the books, if you're giving me these wonderful new um uh, you know, shows uh, and, and, and moments and planets, I do want to see them start to connect up. It, it just would make sense. I hope Endor shows up in the saga films at some point. That would make sense to me. I, I, I thought we were going to get it. I think we are going to get it in 8 in some way. I don't know. Now I'm starting to doubt that. But um, I, I think, uh, I think that, that, stuck, that kind of stuff makes sense. That's why sometimes I think uh, some, some sections of fans, not so much me, uh, but I agree, I understand, I should say, when it happens. But, like, you know, when the Canto Bike Casino shots come out and there's a whole bevy of new aliens, and I love that. I love that there's a whole bunch of new characters and species we can learn about. But, you know, where are some of the favorites? And I, that, that, that found its way to Pablo Hidalgo's Twitter Twitter doorstep, and he got a little um, grumpy, uh, grumpy about it. But um, I think he, I'm trying to remember the exact tweet, but he kind of admitted, like, "Hey, if it was me, I'd probably put in some familiar faces, but it's not me, and we got a, a bunch of new characters." And, and uh, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that answer too. Um, so uh, I, I, I think as Star Wars continues to roll on, and more comic lines are showing up more one shots and more books there should be some kind of connective thread if it's supposed to happen for for instance in the phasma novel uh there should be a reference of ray sloan she should be a character in it i think at some point uh galius rax should be in this book and if they're not it's a whole b- bunch of new characters that don't connect up then it starts to feel overwhelming, and then I start to feel that the books don't matter, that the, the books aren't connecting. Uh, when you uh, come out with a series of books, it's the journey to The Force Awakens. It's not just a marketing ploy to me as a fan. I take it as, well, all these matter. All these factor in, and all these are, are the journey to The Force Awakens. Before The Awakening was a great seri- a book with a series of stories, I think you get a lot more about Finn and Phasma's relationship and why this this battle will mean something because she cared about him so much as one of her, well, cared about it's not necessarily the word I think he used in the First Order, but had, uh, you know, a, a vested interest in him as he was her best student at one point. So uh, that stuff's important. It should connect up. But that said, in 8, I want Phasma to say something like that. I want Gwendolyn Christie to say to John Boyega, you were like top of the class. I had a lot of faith in you. I don't want it to feel like that little side story has nothing to do with the bigger Star Wars picture. Am I off base? You guys let me know. Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars to uh, uh, to let me know. And in, uh, in the next episode, we'll get back. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST to that there a couple things coming across the wire again i i've been down and out for a little bit so i don't have a ton of questions coming into twitter here but uh let's take a look at what we got here we got a suggestion from nick farrow at jagged 2319 he says obi-wan kenobi movie title idea no country for obi-wan a coen brothers film huh uh joke title but not bad nick I I like something about it. Could you see the Cohen brothers writing a Star Wars picture? Their writing style is pretty diverse from what the what their movies might be. They're not all Big Lebowski or Fargo. We know that. No Country for Old Men, an adaptation, of course, from their minds, and that's pretty straight ahead. Could the Cohen brothers direct a Star Wars movie? Write a Star Wars movie? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Maybe give them Obi Wan in the desert. Just might work out. Adam Nowakowski at Doom underscore Metal underscore Guy, Doom Metal Guy, says, Hey, since you're probably watching Lore Play by Star Wars Explained, our friend of the show, Alex Damon over there, does it make you want to give Knights of the Old Republic a chance? No. <laughs> I have been watching it, Adam. I have been watching. Uh, I watch uh, Alex's videos when I can. They're great and informative and entertaining. I watch him do a little bit of his lore play, watch him uh, play some of the games. And now, i got to say, and, and Alex is great at the games, but I just, I, Knights of the Old Republic, the game, the stories, some stuff behind it, I'm all aboard. I'm on. I'm on the, that train. I just don't want to play the game. I don't know what it is. I never did. I never did. Am I a failure, Adam? Probably. Would I ever try it? I don't. I can't make that promise to you guys. I just can't make that promise. 
And final question, Chase McLean checking in at Chase Windu 15. Great name, of course. Chase contributes here on Spotlight Star Wars with some good questions time to time. And he says, does Vader know Leia's his daughter at the beginning of New Hope? No, I, I absolutely believe the answer there is no. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's evidence of it. Going into New Hope, uh, when he's barking at her there on her ship, uh, when he is uh, holding her steady and painfully steady, as we learn later on in Bloodline, uh, while Alderaan is destroyed, I, I don't think he knew. She didn't know. She had no idea. He didn't have an idea. He learned in Jedi. We know now from the comics there's something that connects up or should connect up on a bigger, a bigger uh, playing field there. Um, Vader learned that the young rebel that destroyed the Death Star was named Skywalker. He got that name from Boba Fett, uh, who more and more, I think, might be Kitster. Um, and uh, that's where he learned it there, and that's why he carries that knowledge uh, into Empire. But he does hide it from the Emperor a bit, if we're to believe this kind of now muddled storyline. It isn't as clean and crisp as we once thought it was. So maybe at some point we'll see in the comics that he learns... And then he keeps that secret. Then he just used that against Luke, that information against Luke in the battle in Jedi to kind of get Luke to uh, to snap a little bit and give in to his anger and jump on out. That could very well be it. But as far as I know, Chase, uh, Leia, Luke, Vader doesn't know going into New Hope, and he learns. He learns in that moment in Jedi that Leia is the daughter he didn't know he had, which I think contributes even more. Which is why I think, why I think Vader does say to Luke, "Tell your sister, tell your sister you were right about me." I think learning in that final fight, then he know, he knows he has a son, and he knows the Emperor wants to destroy him and replace his son, uh, replace him with his own son, um, and the idea that hey, maybe you know we could destroy the Emperor and rule together with father and son. It's definitely part of the Sith doctrine, the rule of two and all that good stuff, but maybe in some way that was Vader already starting to break and starting to uh, say, hey, maybe I can hold on to uh, my son and hold on a little bit of myself and destroy this Emperor guy and get him out of my life. Um, but I think in the end when he hears about Leia, I think that contributes a lot to his, his uh, turn. I think it's not just it's not just about Luke watching Luke his son be electrocuted on the floor. I think it becomes a lot about also knowing that he had a daughter that he completely whiffed on, failed, and didn't know existed. It's it's Padme's daughter. That's got to mean something to Anakin in that moment. If he's already struggling and already trying to find himself, and then Luke reveals uh, that through his mind, and Vader discovers that. I think that is a big moment for Darth Vader. That's Spotlight Star Wars for this week, guys. Just a quick one to get back in the swing of things. You can tell I'm trying to build this studio back up again. We got Force Center in a couple days. Got some databank brawls, a lot of good stuff coming. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow me on Twitter at CanNapsock and then follow us at Force Center Pod. Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars to talk directly to me on here. And I do want to know your guys', uh, your guys thoughts and ideas about New canon connecting up in more ways that makes sense. It's not about uh, open nostalgia or just wedging things into stories. But if it makes sense, if Evan Verlaine should have been in Rogue One because she's a rebel pilot, she's part of the Gold Squadron, why wasn't she there? I want to know about that. Don't forget, we are on Patreon as well. You can support us there. Some great uh, extra shows. 
and some special things possibly coming down the line. We're on T Public as well. You can get a four center T-shirt. You can get a, a prequelist T-shirt. You can get a quote T-shirt from one of Joseph's shows. Uh, you can get a four center logo T-shirt or a sticker or all those kind of things. Go to tpublic.com/user/4center. All right, guys, I'm getting back in the swing of things. Moving is tough. I wish I just lived on the Millennium Falcon. We'll see you next time here on Spotlight Star Wars. And may that force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.